Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Brooke. How's it going? Oh, so good. (laughs) Amanda, I have to say, usually we start every episode and I'm like, I'm tired. I went to bed at 9.30 last night. I think you texted me at like 8.15 and then I... But you probably saw like immediately the do not disturb thing come on. You're probably like, oh, whatever. Oh, okay. But I rolled over and went to sleep at 9.30 and slept until 7.10. Uh, and I am feeling Like good. a spring chicken. <sighs> I well, just love sleep so uh, much. I know. And there's something about the time changing now. You know, it's like 5 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for bed. Yeah. It's pitch black out. Oh, yeah. Let's get in bed. I get in my pajamas as early as possible. But last night, I was, like, struggling. We were watching our little shows with the kids. Yeah. And I was, like, napping on the couch, which I never do. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody was tired, though. Yeah. Yeah. Even, like, we we said to the kids, like, we're not going to do books tonight. <laughs> Just right. going to go straight to bed. And they were like, over. okay. Yeah. And everybody passed out early. So I'm feeling I, feel, I feeling know. Fresh. I don't feel too fine, too tired this morning either. I have gotten off of my morning routine. You know, I used to kind of love crushing a good morning routine. Waking up an hour before. That is not happening these days. But what did happen today was I just woke up 15 minutes earlier. Okay. And so I got a shower and I got dressed. And so I did not feel the normal rat race that I normally feel trying mm-hmm. to get Isabel out of the house. Like I had done a lot of the night before stuff. Mm-hmm. Today's picture retake day. And like got the packet ready, picked out the outfit. Like look, today is chorus practice. Her chorus folder has to go in the bag. I even picked out my outfit for today. Wow. I know. So, and then woke up a little 15 minutes earlier. So I think we t- we talked in a recent episode about margin, about slack. Mm-hmm. So just gave myself a little bit of margin this morning and that mm-hmm. felt really good. Good. Yeah. Look at us. Look at Taking us. Taking our own advice. Look at us not tired. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Anywho. Anywho, doodle We have so many updates on this episode. We do. So yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of shifting to a slightly revised format mm-hmm. with we're going to kind of start each episode with some updates and then take a little break yep. and then come back to with our like main topic of discussion and then take another short break and come back with our Joyce Parkers and future self a favor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll I'm make excited. it more listenable, you know, kind of break things up a little bit. I like yeah. keeping things bite-sized. And then we don't have to save all our updates for every 10 episodes. Because we, we can't hold it in. We can't. I've never been good at keeping a secret. Me neither. No. But I do have, so I know everyone's like really pressing question. Yeah. Is about Shelly the snail. Shelly. 
I want to let everyone know that Shelly has arrived at her final resting place. R.I.P. So we had, you know, asked Paige a few times, you know, I think it's it's time to get Shelly out of the freezer. Yeah. She wasn't ready. But her fish tank needed a new snail because things were getting a little grimy. And oh, the snails so, really do oh, a they good really job do of help. keeping it clean. Oh, absolutely. The snails yeah. are functional. Well, and the betta fish needed a buddy, but you can't have more than one betta fish. Uh-huh. So we got two new snails. And so once they were settled in, Paige was finally ready to say- I picture them like unpacking their suitcase. Yeah, you know. <laughs> They're like, I think I like it here. I'm going to stay. <laughs> so then Paige was ready to put Shelly to rest. She did not. We said, you know, do you want to? Do you want us to say a few final words? She said no. Okay. She drew a little picture for Shelly. Um. We, we, the four of us went outside. We dug a little hole next to where the fish Aww. was laid to rest last year. And there were some tears Aww. from Paige. But it was good. Like <sighs> she, you know, then she was fine within five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we had a little... Little quiet moment of silence. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So I know everyone's been really dying to know if I still have a snail in my freezer. So not right now. I feel like if I came over to your house and you hadn't given me this update, I may or may not have looked in your freezer to check. I mean, I wouldn't rummage around a bit I, to I see if I could have found it. Mind, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's valid. Yeah. Now I don't have to do that. You don't. Until one of the, the next anyway. It is the life expectancy of a snail, by the way. Couldn't tell you. I'm fascinated by life expectancies. <laughs> I So we had a little wasp colony living in between our window and the storm window in my mm. bedroom. I'll mm-hmm. have to show it to you. It's okay. fascinating because we basically got to watch the wasps be born and do their thing. But wasps, this particular type of wasp, lives 5 to 15 days. Oh, that's it? They are born. Like, you literally watch them be born, and then they get to work. And they work, 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 and then they die. Well, if that isn't a metaphor for not working yourself to death, I don't know what is. Yeah, and only the queen bee may live, sorry, the queen wasp may live up to a year so that she can go across two cycles. Interesting. Kind of like, you know. She's got to teach the next crew. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Things I never knew about wasps. This is an educational podcast, Brooke. It is. It is now. It is now. Snails and wasps. Yeah. Yeah. What other updates do we have to share? We've got a lot going on. Brooke, we got a Facebook group. We do. It's open. It's open. I invited like a bunch of my friends. So right now it's just a bunch of Brooke's friends. <laughs> yeah. Brooke is, between the two of us, she is the more advanced on social media. Yeah. So there's really going to be a lag on my end of like just... getting in there and talking. But I think it's going to be really fun because like we mentioned before, People listen and they're like, oh, let me tell you about my great umbrella or let me tell you this trick that I use. And so it's going to be a great opportunity for when people leave us a voicemail or something, not just us are receiving that information. The whole community is receiving it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun spot. Me too. So it's a good place for just communication and connection um, and sharing. And, you know, if you post a great idea, we'll we'll ask you if we can share it on the podcast. So, yeah. So the group is called Good Enough-ish. So you can just search that in Facebook groups. You'll need to answer two questions to join. One of them is, 
what is the mascot of our podcast? Yes. And you all know that's Junie. Yes. With her bulging eyes. Spelling does not matter. Just, no, you know, just do whatever your best. You, however you think Junie is spelled. Because is there an official? I, I spell it J-U-N-I-E. You know, I saw that, Brooke. I let it slide. Oh, you're J-U-N-E-Y. but who knows? Interesting. Junie has never stated her preference. No, she hasn't. Because so, her official name is Junebug. I don't know, really. Oh. I don't know if her official name is June or Junebug. Oh, okay. So, but basically it's <laughs> not see, like, yeah, there's not like case sensitive or anything. Uh-uh. We are the ones who will approve. <laughs> it's just basically to keep out the riffraff. Yes. You know. Um, our faithful listeners. And to make sure that you're actually a listener. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, join our Facebook group. Come yeah. on over. It might be a little quiet at first, but it'll pick up. Yeah. And you can find it directly by going to facebook.com slash groups slash good enough ish. If, if you don't find it by searching. Perf. Perf. <sighs> what else? So I mentioned, I teased a little bit on, I think our last episode about a product that was coming from Balance Bound that can help you get your gift buying, shopping mm-hmm. um, plans in order. And that launched last week. It is a collaboration with Caroline Moss of Gee Thanks Just Bought It, which mm. is a great podcast about the things that we're shopping for and great deals and the items that have changed our lives. And Caroline also has a really amazing um Facebook group that motivated me in, in convincing you that we need a Facebook group because mm-hmm. it's just a great place for community. So she found that something that her community was looking for was a better tool for organizing gift ideas. Mm-hmm. So we worked with her and created that and it launched last week in the Balance Bound shop. So come on over and buy I feel one. like I want to get one of those in my hot little hands. I forgot to bring one for you today, but I, mean, I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I need to, I got. A, I have a blog coming out about okay. how to select gifts that spark joy and okay. this little hot ticket's going to be on there as a suggestion, but I want to like take a picture of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll get you hooked up. All right. Yeah, so that's fun. That's at balancebound.co. And um, our merch, let's, <laughs> people, I want you to just hold me accountable for getting this rolling. Um, check our website and social channels on Black Friday. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. A little something on there for you. No promises. I'm excited but... for this because I cannot tell you the power of the good enough-ish t-shirt. I've told you before, yes. I wore it to the gym where I was working out and all of the trainers are now listening to the good enough-ish podcast as a result of this t-shirt. It's just a just white says t-shirt. enough-ish. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so, a conversation starter. Yes. I'm really excited about a hat that says good enough-ish because I feel like especially like I usually wear a hat on a bad hair day. Yeah. So I feel like it's just kind of telling the world like this is this is all I could muster today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, maybe Black Friday, check it out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll figure it It'll out. It'll be good enough-ish. It will be. Yeah, what else we got? Anything? Anything um, you wanted to mention? So there, you know, I'm having a big, big Black Friday sale. Yes, so right. you've been working hard on this. I have. I'm really excited because my organized everyday course is my passion project. Yeah. I just love because I love working one on one with people, but you can only work with so many people that way, and not everybody, you know, can do that. So this is an awesome course that I love, and I'm going to be offering it at an awesome price, plus all these amazing bonuses, many of which some are some balance mount items. 
And so go to indigoorganizing.com slash waitlist to make sure that you get added to the list of people that will be the first to know when the promo is live, because it's only going to last for four days from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. And every single day, there's going to be a disappearing bonus. Ooh, I love mm-hmm. that. Okay. So you got to get the goodies early to get all the good, yeah. get all the bonuses. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Balance Bound will also have some some little extras mm. and some maybe shipping deals Ooh. for Black Friday through Cyber Monday. So I got to get my 2023 planner. I've got my eye on the Kaleida quilt. Yep. That's the one I picked for next year, too. Nice. It's a popular one this year. I'll say that the Fresh Blossoms is still our best-selling pattern. I think we are almost sold out of the uh, teal linen... But yeah, if you have your eye on teal linen or navy linen okay. in either of our wirebound or bookbound formats. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should we take a little break? Let's, let's take a quickie break. Quickie, quickie. Mm-hmm. BRB. All right. If you're looking for a customizable gift for someone special, look no further than Morning Fog Studios. You can get thoughtful and personalized gifts, including hand-etched glassware, and more from this small, women-owned business. Amanda, I've ordered custom glassware from Morning Fog Studios as teacher gifts in the past, and they've always received rave reviews. I have a couple of glasses in my cabinet that have a lovely etched A on them, and I have to say, they are a go-to in this household. At Morning Fog Studios, they make individual stencils for each glass and sandblast the design, which makes a deep etch that lasts as long as the glass does. They also work with each customer to create a gift that is personal and meaningful by celebrating a special someone, commemorating milestone events, and achievements. Check out all the customizable glassware and gifts at MorningFogStudios.com and use code GOODENOUGHISH for 20% off an item of your choice, excluding sale items. That's MorningFogStudios.com, code GOODENOUGHISH. We're back. We are back. Getting used to this new break now come back yeah. you know it's a little it's new brooke yeah. i don't handle chains well sometimes but i'm i'm rolling with it okay all right we're doing okay all right all right <laughs> brooke we're going to talk today about prioritizing mm-hmm. a lot of times these topics are just sort of love letters to myself yeah i feel like i need kind of a prioritization pep talk yeah um, prioritization is something that I teach to my clients all the time, but sometimes you're so busy prioritizing everybody else's life that uh, things get a little busy on your end. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about, you know, busy time of year, how to really get focused on priorities, how to not run around like a chicken with your head cut off. And I have some thoughts. Yeah. Give me, give it to me. What What do you... Yeah. What are you feeling? What are, what's happening? You know, <laughs> I just feel like I've gotten myself a little bit in a trap of trying to do too many things at once. Yeah. So I am definitely employing the focus method, mm-hmm. which I talk about all the time. Yes. So just as a reminder, so it's F is finish, outsource it, cut it uncomplicate it or scooch it, meaning move it out. And so I have been employing a lot of the scooch it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this does not need to happen right now. Yeah, I feel like what needs to be a priority right now is 
structure, ritual, routine, like trying to get a morning routine back in place, trying to get an evening routine back in place, like just how I started off talking about, felt like I was crushing it this morning because I did those things that we always talk about being important to do. Mm -hmm. So right now it's almost like the priority isn't necessarily a thing, which it is. Um, And I can talk about like how I'm deciding what the priorities are, but it almost feels like the priority is just structure and ritual and routine so that every day doesn't feel like I'm shot out of a cannon, running around like crazy, and then going to bed and doing it all over again. Yeah. So I actually, I haven't showed you this yet, but you're going to love this. So I printed out this. So I think I probably have ADHD. I think I need to get diagnosed for this. Um, because I am learning that so many of the things that work for people with ADHD work for me. I've also noticed this about myself and ADHD comes in many different forms. Yeah. But I have also wondered because so many people with ADHD have told me that they love to use the balance mount planner because yes. it really works for their brain. And yes. I'm like, but I designed it because it's what worked for my brain. Does uh, that mean? And uh-huh. there's just certain things that I'm like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I do that. Um, again, I think that there's different levels of it and I might not be the type of person that needs medication or anything, but like to identify this is why I need this thing to happen or this is why I need this thing to be this way. Yes. To function in a way that, like you always say, doesn't make me feel like I'm shot out of a cannon. Right. Yeah. And I think the thing that I find from people that do get an ADHD diagnosis in their adult years too, is that it's a sigh of relief. Like, ugh, I felt like something was wrong with me. Yeah. Like, why can't I just get it together? You know? And it's because your brain works in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm feeling like. So I, I want to try to try some of these tools and all of that. And then it may be that I do need to actually get an official diagnosis and learn more things. Yeah. But what I'm learning is that, you know, I love a good checklist. And I think I need more visuals in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this so you can see it. So what I'm going to try to do is, so this is something that I actually bought on Etsy for like $3. Cute. And it's just a daily, and we can share it on the show notes, or maybe Brooke will create one for the Balance Lounge collection. I'll just walk you guys through it. It's divided up into morning, afternoon, evening, and before bed. And then you can write kind of what are the things that you do in in each of those slots. And then you can check it off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like... I just need to be much more explicit about what needs to happen. And like, I just need it to be. So there's a great book that I love called The Checklist Manifesto. Have you ever heard of this book? I've heard of it, but I've yeah, never read it. Written by Atul Gawande. And he just talks a lot about like pilots and surgeons. And like, you're not like getting on a plane and the pilot's like, oh, let me just recall from memory the 45 things that I have to do before this plane goes off the ground or the surgeon, right? There's all this research that shows in hospitals when people follow checklists, infection rates go down by 75% and things like that mm-hmm. because you're you're not relying on your unreliable brain. You're just following the checklist, check, 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 check. So that's what feels like a priority for me right now. And actually, I'm going to have Isabel do it with me. Yeah. um, Because she actually is officially diagnosed with ADHD. And I think her and I doing it together will be nice because it's not me like, this is your new routine. 
telling her. It's right. like, we're trying this and seeing if this works. And so so I'm going to try this. Yeah. I mean, I am obviously a big proponent of checklists. Mm-hmm. I, like, it varies the time of, like, whatever season of life I'm in, um, what I need written down in front of me and what is just routine. So it'll be interesting to see if this is something that really sticks for you and you like doing or if enough of it becomes kind of second nature that then yes. you don't need to check Correct. it off. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of just priorities right now in this season of life in November 2022, for me, so much of my, my main priorities right now are like my kids, just making sure they're happy and healthy and doing whatever. But my other main priority right now is building my business because, you know, it feels like I've been at it for a really long time. But when I took a step back earlier this year, I realized that this is actually the first time in 10 years that Mm -hmm. I have a somewhat consistent work schedule. Right. Both kids in school. Both kids are in school. Full day. Full day. Life-changing. Nine to 3.30, five days a week. Since having kids, we've only ever had part-time childcare. And like, it used to be like three days a week at daycare. And then one afternoon a week, my mom would help out for a couple hours if she was available. Or we had memberships to the zoo and we would do outings and things. But I just always kind of felt like my week was so chopped up. Yeah. And it's amazing because I had the flexibility to be home with my kids more. I'm always, you know, I'm able to volunteer at school more and and do those things that I feel really excited about being part of for them and them remembering that I was there to read their class a book and, and all of those fun things. So I'm very grateful for that. But a lot of the last 10 years have been me working to be able to have a career after my kids were in school. Mm -hmm. A lot of it just felt like survival and status quo Mm -hmm. to just get through that time Mm -hmm. in a way that I could feel like I was there for my kids and also doing something to grow my creative muscles. Yeah. But I wasn't necessarily like bringing home the bacon. You know, I wasn't. You were just creating a solid foundation that would be waiting there for you when this moment came. Right. A lot of it wasn't about growth. It was about just do the work and show up and, you know. Right. Um, So we launched the planner line three years ago. And, you know, this time of year, as I've mentioned, is always really busy with the planner for obvious reasons, because we're, you know, selling a collection that um, the planner's dated. So it starts in January. But this is the first year that I feel like I can actually spend some time implementing some systems and streamlining some processes. So when February rolls around and we can market some of our more evergreen products, I'm not so completely burnt out from a couple months of like hustle, hustle, hustle. So I'm learning to prioritize a new way now that I'm a little bit past that season of having really young kids that are a little bit more, have a little bit more scattered schedule. Yeah. That season is so intense. It is. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I've been talking to some friends who, you know, their kids just started kindergarten and they're kind of just dipping their toes into this 
slightly more structured life. And it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do with my time? Yeah. It's like, give yourself a couple months. You don't have to dive right into like, okay, now I have this structure and I need to do X, Y, Z. Like, give yourself a hot minute, some flexibility to just figure out who you are and what you need. Yes. I think the big aha moment that I'm having right now too with um, priorities is that this daily structure is self-care for me. It's what keeps me sane. And also I'm realizing that having my home tidy is a huge priority. So huge. You would not think that sitting in the room that you're sitting in right now, Brooke. You say that and I have There's never just... walked in your house and not thought it was Okay, but this lovely. Okay, this room is just deteriorating into some sort of playroom madness. Anywho, that what I am learning so there is another book. I read way too much. There is another book that I've read that you might have read too called The One Thing. And the whole premise of the book is that you can't do too many things at one time and only focus on the one thing. And the thing that doesn't work for me about that book is what he says is, for example, so say, okay, so my two biggest work priorities right now are getting ready for the super exciting Black Friday promotion, which is just a lot of work Mm -hmm. on the back end, and finalizing my TEDx talk. So both of those are urgent and important, sort of using the Stephen Covey language. Um, So the one thing book would say, okay, those are, actually, that's not one thing, that's two things. Those are your two things. Let everything else go to hell. Let the house go because you can't. But that doesn't work for me. No. Because when my house is a total mess, when it's cluttered and messy, everything else falls apart. And my I feel like a maniac. Yeah. So what I am learning is that the foundation, it's like a pyramid, right? It's like at the bottom of that pyramid has to exist. Tidy house and nice daily structure. Right. And then... That's the priority at all times. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's, for me, it's the good enough-ish tidiness. Right. So the living room and dining room, I am really on top of keeping tidy because when I walk in my house, those are the first two things you see. Those are the rooms we're using the most. But my kids' bedrooms, we can just shut the door. Exactly. I shut the door. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I definitely try to stay on top of, well, we started a new rule with laundry that is found on the floor. I can can talk Mm -hmm. about that later. But yes, I'm not making them clean their rooms perfectly every night before bed because I don't have the energy to be on top of them. it's absolutely a good enough-ish thing. Yes. So it's like figuring out, okay. That threshold. Yes. yes. The threshold, figuring out what is the actual tidiness threshold that your brain needs yes. to be able to focus on those Correct. other two things. This is a breakthrough moment for re- me right now. Okay. Thinking about this idea of the threshold. So because this room it is, is bothering you. This room is bothering me. This room is below the threshold. Okay. Um, but, you know, having my bed made, having mm-hmm. the kitchen tidied, not having laundry backed up. A lot of times what happens with clutter, I think, for a lot of us is that it's something that you have to do, but you haven't done. Yeah. So it's, oh, I have to return this, like, you know, one of the neighborhood kids left their sweater here the other day. So I have to return that to them. Or the Halloween <laughs> pumpkin is still sitting on our front step. Got to do that. The moms are dead on the front step. It's things you have to do. Right. And so when I already feel like in my brain, I have a million things to do, and then I see clutter that are things to do, I get 
itchy. Right. So it's figuring out, it's constant. And so that's where the daily routines really come into play. So when I teach in my course, I talk about the 202020. So it's, um, and I can share a little mm-hmm. principle for people where they can fill this in, where I encourage them to do an evening routine where it's, have we talked about this before? I think we have. We yeah, have. So on. just to recap, so 20 minutes is like reset from the day. So that's the picking up the dirty laundry, putting away the dishes, you know, whatever it is that you need, like emptying the backpacks, whatever it is, charging your laptop. Then the next 20 minutes is prep. So that's prepping for the next day. So like I said, putting the chorus packet in the backpack, picking out your outfit, taking a shower if you need to. And then the last 20 minutes is the rest. Mm-hmm. So then that's like, okay, oh my God, you just just reset, you prepped, you're ready to go. Now you can sit down and watch the show. Now you can scroll Instagram, you can do whatever you want. So part of what I'm working on with these morning and evening routines is having kind of that, that 20, 20, 20. Yeah. Because when you're constantly on top of it, it never dips below that threshold. Right. Or if it does, because you need a couple of nights off because there's a deadline looming with TEDx or something, you were also saying that you woke up 15 minutes earlier to build in a little bit more margin. And what if those 15 minutes go towards throwing out the pumpkins, getting rid of the mugs, spending five minutes putting the things in this room on some shelves like yes you, there's different ways so it doesn't necessarily have to be at night you're Correct. you know that's that's a good um system for people that might have it can just be three... like an extra 15 minutes of time that you have right yeah like while you're waiting for the spaghetti to boil right throw the pumpkins out yes right yeah it's i think it's all of those little things that can be done in five minutes actually saying well then i'm going to do them correct because i yeah i do the same thing i mean we have a bin of papers and a pile of papers because Paige comes home every single day with mm-hmm. worksheets and stuff now, and I have not been going through them. And the pile is getting to me, and I know it's getting to Nick. So today, when I go home from here, okay. I think I just need to spend 10 minutes mm-hmm. going through at least one of those piles, mm-hmm. and and then it'll be done. So yeah. then the next time I have 10 minutes, I can put that towards something else. Yes. And yeah. So it's just... Ooh, there's just so much to be done. And I know I get overwhelmed by all of it. And then sometimes I do none of it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm just trying to get better at chipping away at it. Um, and sometimes it can just be really helpful. Like I always talk about this, like bite size it. So mm-hmm. like a lot of times if you say something like, I need to tidy the house up, it's like, I don't know what to deal do. But just I'll write down like entryway. Like mm-hmm. right now we have a bunch of things that are entryway. There are books that I need to drop off for a donation. It's like Halloween costume stuff that hasn't been put away yet. I've been using timers a lot. So I'll set a timer on my Apple Watch and see, like, can I get this done in 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever? So, um, yeah, just kind of bite-sizing it down because, yeah, I think that's just a really good realization for me that the house just has to be at a certain level or else everything falls apart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Every night before we go to bed... I put the couch back together. The yes. pillows are just where they should be. My and the client calls it the fluff and fold. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, but even if there's still a pile like next to the steps of things that need to yes. be taken up to the kids' rooms, but they're asleep, so I'm not going to take them up now. Just if I can walk down the stairs and see that tidy couch 
Yeah. Sometimes that's enough for me. I know. You know? Yeah. So yeah. figuring out that threshold is really important. And I will say that I'm loving my balance bound planner. You know, I hear this a lot about people that use planners that they go on and off of them at times. Yeah. So there might be like a month or so that I don't use it. And then I'm like, oh my God, I really like my brain is ready for it again. Mm-hmm. And I have been really loving the priorities of the month and the priorities of the week. And I do love being able to divide them into work, self, others, and home. And so, yeah. So I like planning those priorities every week. So so thank you for that. That has been very helpful. You are welcome. (sighs) So I feel like let's spend five minutes. I need another cup of coffee. (laughs) I should have bought double the lattes at the WAH this morning. Yeah. um, So, yeah. yeah, So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, send us voicemails, emails. Let us know what works for you. um, And I'll update you all on how my little daily routine checklist is going as I do it. Sounds good. All right. We'll take a little break. Be right back. Bye. Hey listeners, Amanda here. I am popping in to tell you about a big Black Friday promotion that I've got coming your way soon. So I know you're going all over the place during the holidays to buy gifts, plan meals, decorate the house, vendor tips, don't forget your trashmen. By the end of the season, we're all kind of toast. So Black Friday is an awesome time to think about how you can snag a great sale on something not for other people, but to take care of you. Wouldn't it feel amazing to know that after all the hustle and bustle of the holidays settles down, you've got a plan in place to organize and simplify your home and your life. So take a moment away from searching for that perfect deal on a new Dyson vacuum, which I do highly recommend, and take a minute to do your future self a favor. So I got you covered. This holiday season, I'm offering a special holiday edition of my signature Organized Everyday Online course. This is the first time I've ever offered the sale. So to celebrate, I'm offering tons of bonuses so that you can start off January on fire and get organized fast. Starting November 21st through Cyber Monday, you're going to be able to purchase my organized everyday online course at special holiday pricing so that you can finally get the organized home you've been wishing for. And that's not all, folks. Each day of the sale, you'll have a chance to receive some amazing bonuses, plus you'll be entered to win a big giveaway. And that giveaway might just contain some brand new good enough-ish merch and maybe some balance bound goodies. To find out when the sale launches, just go to indigoorganizing.com slash waitlist and add your name to the list. And you'll be the first to know when the sale goes live. That's indigoorganizing.com slash waitlist. See you then. We're back. We're back. <sighs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Yes. That's an excellent segue to say deep breaths. I felt a little like, I felt my energy rising just talking about like all the things you have to do are prioritizing in the house threshold. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited to share what is sparking joy for me right now. Okay. Because I think it's going to be a gift to us right now in this moment. Tell us. And I think it's going to be a gift to our listeners. So I would love to say that I am a regular meditator. I am not. Mm -hmm. I wish I were. This Mm -hmm. is part of what I want to incorporate into my morning routine is at least 10 minutes of meditating every day, but I don't do that. I have discovered a very quick and easy meditation that I have started doing just in my head throughout the day 
that I want to share with people today. I'm so excited. Because, Brooke, you don't typically med- – you don't meditate. Never have. Never have meditated. No, my brain – nope, just – it's it's always going a million places. So mm-hmm. um, I think maybe I tried it like once and I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually love Dan Harris. Do you know who he mm-hmm. is? Yeah, he has a book called 10% Happier. And he has a new, um, and it's like how to meditate for fidgety skeptics. Mm. And he has a new TED talk that's excellent. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. So you're a fidgety skeptic. I am. Um, so I'm really excited to share this with you. So I discovered, um, so Marie Forleo is uh, an entrepreneurship coach that I love. And she has something called Marie TV where she interviews people. And she interviewed, two people um, a few years ago now, but for some reason it just got recycled up to me. Um, this couple, Pritaji and Krishnaji, who wrote a book called The Four, Secret Se- the Four Sacred Secrets. And the idea in this book is basically that there are just two states in life, a suffering state and a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And that many of us spend the majority of our time in the suffering state, mm-hmm. just sort of self-obsessed with our problems. Yeah. And they really are trying to help us figure out how to spend more time in the beautiful state. So I picked up this book, The Four Sacred Secrets. I loved it. And one of the things that I really loved is this really simple meditation called the Serene Mind Meditation. And it only takes about three minutes. I'm actually going to have us do it You're together. we our first good enough-ish meditation. Good enough-ish. I know. I feel like I need like a chime, like boom. Yeah, no, we need, yeah. we need to get Maybe one. Junie will bark okay. at the beginning <laughs> and the end of the three-minute <laughs> meditation. Um, and I do this, I think, basically whenever I kind of feel myself like, ah, like feeling anxious or worried or just kind of mind is racing. So um, are you ready, Brooke? I'm ready. Okay, so we're going to share this in the show notes so that you guys can do this. Brooke's closing her laptop. She's... Is that a yawn? Yawning. Sorry. I feel like she's already receiving the calming vibes of the meditation. Okay. So I'm not going to close my eyes, Brooke, because I'm going to be reading this, but you can. Okay. So begin with sitting still and closing your eyes. Take three deep breaths. Last one. Good. Those are good deep breaths. Okay. So now you want to recognize the exact emotion arising within you at this point in time. Is it irritation, anxiety, confusion, or is it calm, passion, or love? Take about 30 seconds to recognize your emotion. That was less than 30 seconds. Observe the direction of the movement of your thinking. Is it entangled in the past, the future, or the present? So be in this observation for a minute. Are you in the past, the future, or the present? Am I supposed to answer that? Nope. Okay. Just in your head. Just making sure. Good. No stupid questions, Brooke. This is my favorite part. Okay. So we're about to wrap up. Now move your attention to your eyebrow center. In the yoga world, we call this your third eye. Visualize or feel a tiny flame in between your eyebrows 
and then take that tiny flame and move it into the middle of your brain. Imagine that it's sort of hovering in the middle of your brain and hold your attention on this, fr- on this flame in the middle of your brain for a few moments. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Everybody, that was Brooke's first meditation. That was was it. I want to hear. Tell me what it was like for you. I felt a sense of calm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I think um, we probably need more time in there to like... Really sink into it. Yeah, really dig in. But three minutes of silence is probably not good for our podcast. Uh, (laughs) They're going to be like, tap, 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 hello. Um, No, yeah. I mean, I see. I think my problem is that, yeah, I think listening to someone telling me what to do is good rather than just guiding myself on something. So do you typically, I know you're a big fan of the Calm app. Yes. Is that something that you've used in the past for meditation? Yes. I'm a huge fan of the Calm app and I suspect they'll probably have a big Black Friday sale. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this book actually has a app, a meditation app called Breathing Room, Mm. where you can actually access the specific meditations that they list in their book. Um, so yeah, but what I like about this is that I have done it enough now that I can memorize it. Yeah. Where it's, oh, it's like, simple. Yeah. right, like where I feel, usually it's like I feel agitated or I'm annoyed or whatever. And I'm like, okay, three breaths. What is the specific emotion? Am I in the past, present or future? Imagine the flame. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let's do this, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, for longer meditations, I definitely find that listening to somebody or as a shorter meditation when you're just getting the hang of it. So I'll include in the show notes because I think for this particular meditation, you can listen to it free. Nice. Awesome. (sighs) Wonderful job. So Brooke has now meditated, everyone. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for um, (laughs) embracing me into this. world. So let's talk, let's shift gears and talk about, oh, I also want to hear from listeners. Tell us if you try it. Yeah. Tell us if you try or if you did that meditation with us and how you felt. Or if you have another favorite meditation for like grounding yourself when things are feeling, when you're feeling out of control or any other good resources. Yeah. Because I feel like with meditation, a lot of times the minimum effective dose is like those three breaths. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay, so let's talk about what are you doing now to do your future self a favor? So I really wanted to be a little bit more on top of talking about the real story of Thanksgiving Mm. with my kids. Mm -hmm. So whether you have kids in your life or not, I think this is a really great time of year to make sure that you are educated and Maybe letting go of some of the stories that us children of the 80s were told yes. about Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. There's definitely a Polaroid or two of me wearing an unfortunate headdress that uh-huh. was made in school, which, thank goodness, most of us have uh, realized that that's not appropriate mm-hmm. and that cultures are not a costume. But many of us grew up with this story of the Pilgrims of the and the Indians, mm-hmm. you know, Sitting around, happily the, sitting around you know, their little table, with just their giving mashed thanks. potatoes and corn. <laughs> you know, not sure if mashed potatoes were a part of the original. Um, but yes, obviously, Thanksgiving is an amazing time to connect with family and express your thanks. But let's 
reconnect ourselves with the true story of Thanksgiving and Indigenous America. So our friend Sarah Mackay, who also coincidentally has taken photographs of both of us for our businesses, Mm -hmm. she lent me these two books um, because I wanted to talk about them today. So one of them that's great for younger children, I just looked on Amazon, it says, you know, reading level of second to third grade, but can definitely be read to younger kids. It's called The People Shall Continue. Hmm. Um, This one that she let me borrow is actually the 40th anniversary special edition. Mm. So this was originally published in 1977. I'm huh. just going to read a little little snippet from the back. Originally published in 1977, The People Shall Continue is a story of indigenous peoples of the Americas, specifically in the U.S., as they continue to try to live on lands they have known to be their traditional homelands from time immemorial. Even though the prairies, mountains, valleys, deserts, river bottomlands, forests, seashores, and coastal regions and swamps and other wetlands across the nation are not as vast as they used to be, all of the land is still considered to be the sacred, sovereign homeland of the people. Um, It goes on, but I will let you read that yourselves if, if you purchase a copy or get it out from your library. But it's a really great age appropriate way to teach kids that, um, the story of the pilgrims and Indians shaking hands and, and sharing a meal is not necessarily how it all went down. Another great book is True History, Indigenous America. This one, the age level is 10 to 13 years old, hmm. so like a fifth and sixth grade reading level that's a bit longer, but it can be independently read um, or read alongside your child or just read for yourself if mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need a little bit more background. I know. I kind of feel like for me, I need to study first. Yes. And then I can share. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like I said, whether you have kids in your life or not, I think do do your future self a favor now. And you don't have to have these books. You can do some research online. Yes. So those will be on the show notes for people. Yes. And, and I'm sure there's so many more resources. So feel free to share them with us as well. Yes. Either send us a note or put it in the Facebook group. If you are also looking for something that's a good guide for talking to your kids or talking about at your Thanksgiving table with your family. Oh, let's, see, let's that's not the forget. good thing about the Facebook group. Yeah, in People case, can pop resources on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially like if, if that old Uncle Bob comes <sighs> to the table and says, nope, the pilgrims and Indians, you know, shook hands and all was well, maybe that's a that's a good time to bring out some knowledge for Uncle Bob. Yeah. I don't have an Uncle Bob, but, you know, just the Somebody general. does. <laughs> Somebody's Somebody got does. an Uncle Bob. This was, I feel like this was a seven-hour episode. I know. I don't know. I don't know. But it should be fine. It what? It should be fine. Okay, wait, Brooke, before we go, we have to tell them we're taking a little Thanksgiving break. <gasps> That's right. So we will be back with our next episode on December 1st. Yes. Right. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoy, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.